Welcome to the Accredited Canadians Toolkit, your source for what's new for accredited investors. I'm your host, Sam Perrin. Yesterday, I began to summarize Peter Zion's recent speech called Life After Globalization and discussed how Americans are abandoning their role as world police. Today, we will summarize what that looks like for the coming decade and how accredited Canadians can position themselves to benefit from this trend. In his 2021 Land Investment Expo speech given on January 25th, Peter reiterates that for an economy to grow, you need consumption-led demographics, meaning a population pyramid with lots more babies on the bottom than elderly people on top. Young families spend and borrow, middle-aged people save, and older people invest, with investments getting less risky as they get older. In a consumption-led or growth-led system, economies and investments grow because there is more demand for money than there is money available. Less savers than spenders means savers are worth more in a growth-led system. Competition for these savers means lenders and investors can demand higher interest and higher investment returns. The world is aging very quickly, and China is the fastest aging society in the world. And I quote Peter here, They have already aged past hope of becoming a consumption-led system and are enjoying a moment in time right now where they are export-led, but that will end by the end of the decade. Most developed countries have population pyramids with a similar huge bulge in the middle and will in a few decades look more like a top than a pyramid. Americans are the exception to this and their demography is, I quote, Not perfect, but by far the best in the world. You can see some charts of the demographic trends of various countries at www.actpodcast.website. Peter classifies countries into three categories. One, consumption-led, i.e. a growth economy. Two, export-based. And three, worst of all, post-growth. The year 2020 shows the U.S. being consumption-led, a growth system, China being export-led, and only Japan classified as post-growth. But in 10 years, by 2030, China and many other countries have a demography that will see them join Japan as being post-growth, with more old people than young people and an upside-down population pyramid. Peter's 2021 predictions in this talk were tailored to his audience at the Land Investment Expo, and they are that Two-thirds of the UK's food will need to be resourced due to them leaving the Eurozone, and this can't help but benefit American agriculture. The next point he makes is that the old US trade representative was a tough negotiator under Trump, and he put in place lots of new deals with half of American trade partners, and these are listed as Japan, Korea, Canada, Mexico, and soon the UK. But the new U.S. trade representative under Biden is a trade lawyer, so there won't be any new trade deals for anyone else, just lawsuits. His next point is that the U.S. has placed tariffs on China, and these will likely increase under Biden, further angering the Chinese. And finally, Peter points out that Americans are moving west and south for a lower cost of living. More specifically, it's millennials moving for a lower cost of living. Others are moving for better weather, these are the baby boomers, and others are moving to get away from mass transit. The 2020-2021 movements are the greatest internal migration since the GIs came home from the war. Cities and land in the West and the South of the US will see real estate prices rise. So in light of these trends, my opinion is the best way to act on this information is first, Focus on investing in winning nations 
and in segments of the market likely to benefit from the demographic trends that Peter described in his talk. Second, if you're going to be buying investment real estate or a business, take the long view and buy where consumption, populations, and jobs are growing. For example, the American Midwest and South, where all that immigration is happening, and some growing Canadian cities like North Bay, Ontario, Chilliwack, BC, Lethbridge, Alberta, and St. John, New Brunswick. It's easier to ride a demographic wave in an area than it is to pick good deals in a stagnant market. The forthcoming Canadian census data is being collected in 2021, and that should help bring growth areas that are worthy of targeting into focus. Third, money for investment capital will only get cheaper as years go by in areas with an aging demography as more people look to invest money in increasingly scarce deals. There's a real opportunity to move cheap capital from post-growth markets into growth markets. I'm not a financial advisor, so don't take any action without first consulting your own professional advice. Tomorrow, we will explore how American money printing might affect our future and how we as individuals should be planning for deflation, inflation, or stagflation. As you think about that, have a great rest of your day. Talk to you again tomorrow.